Everybody, it's been a minute, but we are back. Hope you like that intro song. We got soul, but we're not a soldier. This is Thomas Bahamas, and we are here for the huge release of the fourth episode of Solana Weekly. I took a couple weeks off, and god damn it, did it feel good. I went on vacay. I wasn't glued to my computer. I didn't mint anything. I wasn't following charts by the minute. Yeah, I'll tell you, everyone, the grass touching effect was real, and I haven't really been able to get the focus back. So, you know, I might drift a little bit on this, and, you know, we'll see where we go. But anyways, as always, I'm going to be breaking down the big moves and narratives of the week of the Solana ecosystem. We're going to take a chill pill. We're going to hit the highlights. You know, we can't make all the spaces. We got things to do, but we're still here to get the best blockchain out there in Solana to the masses. So let's start it off with the Solana price. Looking at about 1350, 1360. Um, yeah, it must be a bull market, right? Um, yeah, I actually got pretty scary there while I was on vacation and shot below $11 for a little bit. You know, I, I got a little scared, uh, but we're recovering, you know, topped out over 14 for a little bit. And I keep this kind of at the top of my list for things to follow because I thought it was the best indicator of the health of the network of Solana, but I don't know. I'm not sure that's right. It's probably wrong, actually. You know, the network is crushing it. The price is not. We've survived FTX dumping. That massive whale on Solon got liquidated. Alameda has a fuck ton of block tokens that will never get sold. And the whole crypto market is in a bear market. Price is miserable. Network is humming along. I think I saw like 3,500 TPS um, is kind of the regular now. So it's working pretty well. Um, I'm, I'm kind of pumped about it. So it's not necessarily tied in with the price. So hopefully we're on the right side of this and that's the uh, right way to look at it. Um, you know, we we're dealing with the FTX contagion. So we forked serum. We've been cleaning up FTX's swift exit um, lately. Even the Solana Foundation has kind of come out and been doing a lot more comms. They've been forward-facing, doing spaces. I listened to a great one with Austin and Benny. And they're just kind of getting straight to the FUD. They took questions. They, they're both like the people to be answering these questions, I think. You know, if, if you ask me, you know, why the network went down three times, I wouldn't have a good answer. Um, where they had the details, they went through it and they're addressing the biggest issues. And the, the cool part is, I mean, Solana is addressing why those outages are. They made some trade-offs early on, but 
you know, there's, there's reasons behind, you know, why these happen. Clearly they weren't, you know, the best way to do it. And there's a lot of, you know, fallout from that, but we're moving forward. Um, you know, they even got into the tokenomics discussion a little bit, which I find kind of extremely important right now. Um, you know, totally responded, I, you know, this is all on Twitter, but, and it totally responded to R89 Capital's berating about the inflation schedule and tokenomics of Solana. And he said there's a potential to enable some sort of 1559 uh, equivalent to increase the burn in of Solana in transaction fees. Um, they did this on Ethereum and, you know, I mean, it, it brought that ultrasound money theme to it and I mean, ultimately, if we're looking at supply and demand, the demand for Solana transactions there and the supply is just going to keep increasing. I think it's like a 15% inflation rate. So if we can lower that down, I mean, that's bullish. So, um, so yeah, we, we need a more sound money. And R89 has been one of the best accounts for bullish FUD. Uh, there's kind of two different approaches that I've seen. There's like the Solana legend style where he's a Solana bull, you know, he's not going anywhere. He's thinking long-term, um, you know, it's the best solution to onboard the masses. We'll figure it out. It's great, but it's not like that constructive, you know, it's not, you know, showing individual ways to get to it. It's just kind of like a, not a blind belief, but just like a belief, right. Um, which there's nothing wrong with, but then you have R89 screaming about how to fix tokenomics, fudding this, fudding that, praising ETH for, you know, the the holders demanding ultrasound money and pumping their own bags. And why not? I mean, we need to be pumping our bags. How do we get 100 million users on Solana? We pump their bags. We pump our bags. I'm not telling friends to hop on Solana because there might be 100 million people using it one day, telling them about sick projects or different ways to make money. So, I mean, that's that's... The kind of the brass tacks of it so hopefully we see more of that hopefully it's constructive right and you know it seems like they have been so i like it all right speaking of eth we've got soul eth sitting at around 0.011 still not much has changed honestly it kind of feels like we both bottomed um or at least for a little bit you know eth seems to be holding up a little bit stronger than bitcoin um, and yeah, I mean, who knows what else is going to be thrown at us or where other black swan events are going to come, come at us. But, um, you know, sure, sure. Hope we've seen the worst of it and we we're kind of rebuilding from here. Um, I don't think there's going to be any quick turnaround. I don't see, you know, us turning into a raging bull market, um, anytime soon. I mean, I'd, I'd sure like it if we did. But I, I just don't think that's the case. I don't think you recover right away. I mean, usually there's a bear market for a couple of years, and that's when all the building gets done. So we'll see if that's the case here. Um, but either way, I think it's mismatched with kind of the perception of Solana and, you know, what's actually happening. Um, so, yeah, we'll continue, continue to monitor that. I like that metric, but we'll see. Uh, now, NFT drops in news. So the Clanosaurus, they've been a massive drop. They've been at a super high price. I think it was 10 soul. 
sold out and now they're sitting at over 30. Um, I mean, it's a pretty cool project, super cute. Um, I missed it. I was gone. I didn't even try to get in. Um, I think it was super hard to get into the whitelist or actually mint it. So congrats for everyone that did. And, you know, I bet they continue to do well. It seems like they have a solid team behind them. And, you know, we want teams like that to come to Solana and launch projects like that. So good to see. Um, Lilies are still doing super well. Uh, sitting at over 10 and probably going to head up further. Bunjil's been pumping them on Twitter and they have good vibes, great PFPs. Um, so those are doing well. We got SMBs at about 240. Um, pump it, pump my bags. My PFP is an SMB. Um, so they're, they're doing well. Um, even the famous foxes are getting a lot of love. Basically none are listed and they're at a 55 sole floor price. Let's go. I'm pretty pumped. I've got some foxes. Um, they're at an all time high soul wise, not dollar wise though. Um, souls down mega. So we're not, we're not quite, quite all time high USD value, but I mean, I, I, I like that they're pumping. Uh, it's a good, clean project, great utility, um, kind of got me really interested in, you know, actually like actively being within a community just because I like the software. I like tinkering around with Solana and gave me a bunch of tools to do that. So I've used probably most of their tools and, you know, it's a fun project. I like it. Pump the foxes. Um, now to move over to the D gods, they're pumping like crazy. We got to talk about them. Uh, they're over a 400 sold floor price and rumors were swirling about Frank asking for five mil from the Solana foundation to stay on Solana. I mean, it's, it's good. I mean, this guy is so good at creating drama, creating noise. It's, I don't know, something to watch, but uh, I watched a little bit of a live stream on Twitter that he did. You know, he's super doxxed. I think his name's Rohu. I don't, I don't really know how to pronounce it. Um, but he's doxxed. He's, you know, great speaker. He's, he's a great founder in general, but, um, but he, yeah, came on, denied it. You know, he kind of talked about where those rumors came from and it makes sense. I mean, he's talked about going multi-chain before and, you know, a lot of other communities are reaching out with big offers for, you know, another drop on their chain. Um, so, you know, you could put two and two together there and that might lead to something, but, but this kind of leads to another thing. Um, so we got to talk about Polygon. Uh, so I, I own some Polygon, um, Matic. They're, you know, they're kind of everywhere. Um, they, I don't know, they're, they've got a big war chest, right? So they've got a great BD, BD team. So they're out there developing business. They're paying people. They're, they have all these partnerships, but they're not really partnerships, right? So it's like, they pay Starbucks and they can say that they're partnering with them. So they, they've done great for this. And I mean, good for them, I guess, but now they're kind of moving to like pay to play and try to take Solana communities over to them. Um, so yeah, paying for partnerships, bringing them over. And I mean, it, I, I guess it hasn't necessarily happened yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if somebody did. I mean, probably a lot of these projects are hurting and, 
you know, somebody might just take it. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, I mean, when it comes down to it, I mean, if you look at it side by side, they received more VC funding than Seoul. They have had shutdowns. They have normal block reorgs and they aren't even really an actual L2, but more of a side chain with just like the dream marketing team. Um, I'm not really into it. I think that, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. You know, they're, they're doing big things. They're doing good things. Good for the space overall, but you know, I don't know about the FUD they're doing. So we'll continue to monitor that situation. Um, now we want to scoot over to the DeFi section. This is, uh, something we, we got to talk about, right? Everyone's out here. Like I want DeFi this, I want sold DeFi that, you know, why don't you guys all just DeFi these nuts? No, just kidding. Uh, but I do want to talk about this for a second. So DeFi as a whole is it's a pretty broad topic. Um, so decentralized finance, anything you can do normal finance, do it in a decentralized manner. There's kind of a lot of infrastructure that needs to get built out. And a lot of that has been built out on Solana. So, um, so we all go on Twitter and complain about not having exactly what we want right now. Um, I would say that it comes down to people being able to make money with their soul. Um, you know, you don't just hold soul and let it sit in your wallet. You farm it, you leverage it, you swap it. And all of that, all of those are kind of different parts of DeFi. So, you know, if, if, uh, serums down and you know a lot of these protocols are kind of pausing for a little while to get through um these you know these kind of crazy times where they're not sure if uh wrapped bitcoin is worth one bitcoin or if it's worth zero dollars because you know ftx was custodying it so um so yeah it's i don't know um there's also been a lot of exploits, right? So Mango was exploited for, you know, a ton of funds. Um, it actually exploits in, you know, every single one of these different types of protocols and probably on ETH too. You know, it's not a, it's not a Solana only thing. It's you, you build a great system and, you know, there's a lot of money involved here. People are going to find a way around it and whether that's inside or outside jobs, right? So, but what we need to highlight here is kind of like, the experience of doing this on Solana and just how elite it actually is. Uh, it's miles past Ethereum. Um, just the, the problem is that we all got wrecked being early. It was a pretty predatory system. And, you know, at the end of the day, I'd, I'd choose a slow and pricey transaction cost over losing 90% on a token before losing another 90%. Um, so I, I think a lot of those bad actors uh, have kind of been washed from the space, um, hoping that the FTX Alameda, you know, kind of pair, they funded, advised, and there's a lot of bad tokens. And it, I don't think that you could really fault the teams for this either. I mean, what, so you come to DeFi, you come to Seoul, the transactions are cheap, and you want to incentivize people to use your protocol. So what, what do you do? You, you know, you allow people to 
you know, use your protocol and you reward them for using your protocol with your token. So like a serum token and, you know, you can do something like provide liquidity for serum. So you could put something like Solana with USDC um, into their AMM or automated market maker. And you could receive fees in return for that or a yield in return for that in serum in the token. So, you know, you, whatever the APY is, that's the yield that you get. You chase the high yields, you're receiving that yield in that token. Though. So these tokens early on were incentivized to basically just have, you know, a fully diluted value of $10 billion and just have, you know, 10 billion tokens or a ton of tokens. Um, so what they were doing is kind of flooding the market with them. So it became predatory because, you know, if you're advising these companies on how to do this, you know that they're going to be releasing a ton of the tokens. That token value is going to go down really quickly. So if you're early and you're farming those, you're getting a ton of tokens on your money. You get those tokens and you dump them right away you're going to be making money. Um, and that's what people did. So they took a bunch of money, took a bunch of retail's money. I held serum for a while and lost about a thousand bucks. Maybe I don't know. <clears throat> Either way, you know, there's bad actors, hopefully cleared from the space. I think the space will mature from here and we're seeing, you know, community forks coming through. We're seeing, um, you know, people saying like, let's not even do a token for this. So hoping that helps. And either way, you know, Hubble is uh, one that I'm interested in. It's back up and running. Um, it's kind of a classic DeFi uh, protocol, you know, where you lend your crypto for stables and you can also farm them in their Camino protocol. Super informative, easy to use. Um, I have no idea if their stable coin is going to implode at some point. But, you know, it's over collateralized, seems pretty stable, and there's some really smart guys behind it. One of the guys' names is Deuce Nero, um, but it's pretty solid. I've been using that. Um, Serum, again, has been forked. Orca's kind of pumping a lot, you know, more values coming to there. Um, great protocol, easy to use. Um, and we're getting some movement, and I'm pretty pumped that there won't be more, like, pump and dumps out there, so... Um, as far as like leverage trading, I, I think it's pretty tough to be done in a decentralized way. Um, uh, but Mango is still down looking, they're building V4, um, recovering from their last exploit. So we'll see about that. Um, while they're down, so Drift Protocol released a V2 and it's in beta right now. Uh, so I got access and we'll see how it goes. Um, I haven't really been able to check it out, but supposedly it's pretty good. Um, you know, people are kind of wanting something similar to GMX on Arbitrum. And I checked that out. Good protocol, very easy to use, user-friendly. Um, Arbitrum's pretty quick. So people want something like that that they can do on Solana. I know that the GMX token's been up a bunch. I haven't looked into it that much, but I guess holding GMX gives you Ethereum somehow, and you can also leverage trade on it. So it looks like a good platform. 
um, tokenomics seems solid. So something like that would be killer on Solana. Um, but we'll see how it actually does. Um, but yeah, with that, it's kind of a wrap. Uh, eventful couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, don't let the in-laws scare you away with questions about FTX and the crypto economy doom. You know, we stand together, we pump our bags, and we help out where we can. Um, I think with the improved communication from the top of Solana and letting people know that we're working on the hardest and biggest problems, we can see some light at the end of the tunnel. Um, a lot of the FUD, you know, isn't even really good FUD. And people will realize this, and I can already feel it. So... Hope you guys uh, get something out of this weekly recap and you can do me a favor. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review if you like. Um, as always, this is uh, Solana Weekly and I'm your host, Thomas Mahamas. Thank you guys.